everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Divine Data. My name is Samantha Rose Paprin, and today I have a really special guest with me. I've got Dr. Keenan from Return to Self Healing. How are you doing today? I'm, uh, I'm doing well, riding the waves like everyone else, but today is a good day. Got some good rest. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I'm super excited to get this conversation going. Um, I found you on the interwebs that beautiful that net of places where we can find all of the people um to guide us in this walk home that we're all taking um right now together and you have been such an integral part of my own personal healing and growth over the past i don't know it's been at least a year i'd say i think just about a year um, and what a growth it's been. So you are one powerful person and I'd love for you to give a little introduction as to who you are and what you do. So um, who I am, I'm on the shamanic journey, like actually more out there than you may think. Maybe someone uh, watching is uh, or listening is on that shamanic journey and you don't know it yet. Uh, I always felt different from other people and I know that's kind of a cliche starting, but the felt different was it felt like I was going through a lot of other people's pain in life and that life could never just be easy. Um, I grew up as a classical professional musician. I went to the Juilliard School of Music for my undergraduate um, and thus really, you know, increased my shamanic journey, moving to New York when I was 18. Um, doing things in my life that never felt totally in alignment. And I always kind of knew that. Um, went, ended up going through my doctoral uh, studies in music, did opera coaching, uh, which I love to do. Um, but the businesses of these things were not in alignment. And uh, in 2017 was my big uh, dark night of the soul. And I was in the process of awakening from a lot of programming I'd received from society but I didn't awaken until my life completely fell apart in uh, fall of 2017. And uh, I moved to a job from Texas to New York, didn't work out. Um, it felt like the universe was conspiring against me, right? And meanwhile, there were uh, tons of synchronistic numbers everywhere. And I was going, why, you know, <laughs> like what? And uh, finally, I actually walked away from a job for the first time ever. Um, for my own safety and just exhaustion and went home to take care of a sick parent. And during that time being home, I actually started uh, reading astrology for people. I had been wanting to do it for a bit. I had been studying that on top of my doctoral studies in music because my I'm a Gemini rising, for those of you who know astrology, um, and a Scorpio, Sun, Pluto, Mercury, Venus, and Aquarius moon. So I'm really um, active mental activity in a very Scorpionic way. And so and there's never enough, right? And so... I dove into astrology and fall of 2017 is when I just started saying, okay, I'm going to build a website. I'm going to hire someone to do that. Uh, I'm going to start an Instagram and I'm going to start talking about this online. Started a YouTube, made all my um, astrology archetype videos. And uh, now here I am three years later and uh, gone through three states since then. I'm in Colorado now in the Rockies and uh I am rebranding essentially with the matrix term for it, but essentially expanding to just say, you know, it's not just astrology that I do, it's return to the self healing. 
Um, cause I've ended up doing some breath work with people. Um, any modalities that I pick up, I like picking up different modalities of healing meditations, um, music meditations, uh, and just guidance for people. Cause in that whole, I always seemed like I was healing other people's stuff. I didn't know it. And like a lot of us who go on this journey, um, through my dark night of the soul, I realized I had to let go of healing journeys that weren't mine of other people's and embrace my own and allow life to align as it has and went on a quantum healing journey two years ago first past life regression that was guided and found out that i was not you know i'm more than just a human and uh finding out that i have this mission um to bring angelic light to this world and to this earth and um it's so much clicked made sense of why my life has been so strange <laughs> um and just I think, I think, you know, uh, Sam can relate to this too. It's this, why is this harder than it should be when other people in life can just go about this? You can have all these skills that come to you. And I went to Juilliard, like I have all these music skills and yet it would never work. You know, it never, it never felt comfortable. My soul couldn't do it. And so here I am with the, our structures of the world falling apart all around me. And in that first quantum healing session two years ago, exactly two years ago to this date, actually, um, my higher self said, you know, your success will come when the world falls apart. <laughs> so you're right. Here we are. And you, you really have, and I had no idea it was just a sh three years, you know, and mm -hmm. in retrospect, three years is nothing. Yeah. Three years is no time. And you've built yourself such a career that because it's your soul's calling, you know, yeah. and yeah. that's how it clicks and that's the alignment. And that's when all of the, you know, synchronicity start to come in and you built a following like that's not easy to do especially in three years i know people who have been in the social media influencer game for 10 years to build the following that you've built in three years mm -hmm. um so that's you know pretty awesome to you know see that because you're such a prime example of once you lock yourself into place with alignment of your soul's path it starts to flow and no it's not rainbows and butterflies once you figured it out i'm not saying that whatsoever and i know that like we are always going to be sort of in flux and feeling that while we're having this human experience but when you have that alignment on your soul's path that's when like your work doesn't become this like burden or a job or like it's like this is what gives me energy not depletes me of yes yeah that's so beautiful and i love yeah i love seeing what you're doing and i think that one of the things that really encouraged me to ask you to come on this sh this show is because this show is based off of authenticity and self-expression and i was just saying to you before we got on this call that you are the epitome of such you know whether that day is like you wanting to sing Katy perry at the like, yeah. top of your lungs on your story or you're writing like the most poignant like philosophic mystic like poetic uh lessons or encodings or whatever you want to call your work that you offer the channelings that you share with the world um you are you know the the prime example of what we're stepping into this newness this self-expression this freedom and I don't even know if there's a question that's tied on to that. I think I'm just, you know, praising your accolades and giving you your, the accolades you deserve, truly. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Um, 
and and something I guess this will this will be a bit about the astrology. You know, something uh, I think if I say this, well, everyone will relate, right? We've all been through a lot of ups and downs recently. <laughs> That's just to say the least. And uh, in my own astrology chart, I try not to look at it too much because I like to experience my life and then see what's up. And it was one of those things where once I saw what was up in my chart, I went, oh, yeah, because this year is the whole thing of tearing back any apologies and sorries. And it's funny because we have these things called north and south nodes of our chart, north and south nodes, angles uh, of the moon. And um, for mine, my journey has been the journey of uh, Pluto in the sixth house, finding finding a way to serve this world good enough as the ego says or just you know finding that finding that release through work um through service and uh yeah finding that alignment as you said you said that so well um man yeah i'm so glad you're doing this you just said all that really really well uh because it it really is that thing of it does give you energy to be in that space and as a pluto in the sixth and all this scorpio i have to find that in myself but i my journey my ego journey is out of the libra south node in the fifth to aries north node in the 11th which basically what that means and mars is on my north node right now which i didn't think about when we planned this meeting which is it's perfect it basically means driving forward and um libra south node in the fifth is i struggle a lot in my life with the ego of um feeling like i needed to give to people because a south node in the fifth is like having a leo south node and Sam and I have this Leo connection. She's a Leo son. And um, people sometimes think I'm a Leo because it's, I, I think a lot of times I've, I feel like I don't hear myself or, or validate myself. And I've had to learn to do that in my life through my work. But uh, especially the last couple of weeks, it's, you get to that place where you're like, yeah, I'm going to take the, the acknowledgement and I'm going to take the praise so that, you know, Aries North Node in the 11th, I can be like, you know what? Everyone can have their space if they want to be shitty then that's their life path and they're expressing themselves and I'm expressing myself. And uh, we're now in this awesome transit of Mars and Aries for the next six and a half months. I mean, awesome, but also incredibly destructive uh, to the old system because now we're in its home place and Aries is new birth and it's, it's uh, high energy, masculine energy. And actually it was the first thing I thought of this morning because it went into Aries last night I had all those really, these active dreams like we've all been having, or a lot of us have. Um, and uh, they were really getting me down for the last two months because it was constant astral battle against darker forces and just feeling, Ugh. and last, yes, this morning I woke up, not enough sleep, but I was like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty damn good. But my body was tired. So I made the Aries promise to myself for the next seven months that we are fighting a spiritual battle here of dark and light. But you know what? along with going into the 11th house for myself Aries if I'm tired I'm going to lie the hell down I'm going to sleep and someone else is going to fight and that's all it's all good and you learn as someone who like myself it's so interesting other people's perspectives on our journey I was so impatient with myself to build up my Instagram um, so impatient because I hated the matrixy way that you had to hashtag everything and kind of like follow people. I don't like using other people. That makes me my skin crawl. And so even the concept of having to do that upset me, but I just wanted to get it over with and like be able to be myself. But what was really interesting is that my Instagram following did not pick up until I just started sharing what I was going through. And then for myself, I always thought, no, people don't want to hear about me. They want to hear about 
the astrology charts. No, they don't. They don't give a fuck about the astrology charts. They want to know how it relates to the human heart. And once I started sharing my heart, people were like, oh, me too. And I was like, really? So it's, it's, it's funny because you mentioned about how like, yeah, it built up really fast. And I remember the moment like July, June 2018 was because I threw off the chains on myself and I just went, oh, you know what? This feels weird because it was vulnerable, but I'm just going to share my experiences in life, my downloads. And inevitably every time people are like, wow, I really relate to that. And I went, and then the validation that I'd looked for my whole life that I wasn't sharing about myself was being validated. And I wasn't going out there being like, validate me, but just literally sharing. It was, I guess, and not to say, you know, it's, I tell people, and I told Sam when I read for her, I tell people, I, when I read for Leo suns or like Leo moons, Leo risings, I say, this old system that's following shits on fire signs, and especially Leo, because they judge Leo, I don't even think they think about Leo as the thing, or they don't even see Leo, which is the issue, but. And Leo's will be seen. Right, and not just seen visually, right, but the heart. Yeah. And how Leos are the most. All of it. No, I was just saying, we want to be heard, we want to be felt, we want to be held, we want, I mean, look, but I think that's what all humans want. That, I taught my Leo Leo Aquarius class this past Saturday. I'm finishing up a fourth round of my astrology courses and uh, to offer seasonally. Next one will start in September, depending on how the world's doing, but plan to do it in September. And uh, yeah, I told the class, with Leo, I said, the thing is, in the age of Aquarius that we're coming into, everyone wants, we're seeing it now, everyone wants their peace, everyone wants to be able to live their life in peace, and everyone wants to be able to have their place in the world. But you see people not letting other people do that because we had this, um, this world that was built on shaming Leo energy or shaming the inner child or shaming the part of the self that wants to be seen and heard. And so we now have, not all of them, but I think for a lot of, like when I work with older clients, it can be really challenging for people who grew up with 70 years of programming of really mentally and emotionally abusing their inner child. And, and so it, and the, the inner child fully expressed is literally Leo. So for this age of Aquarius, people have to step into their Leo power. And like you said, everyone has it. Everyone needs to see where they need to be seen and validated. And I often find that people that, most judge me for that desire are the ones that are shaming themselves. And it's, and it's just the reminder to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, even in that, if, if in that moment that feels rejecting the people do that. And that's because I, I had been afraid in my life. I was, you would not recognize me 10 years ago. And I think for a lot of us, that's the case on the shamanic journey. People would not recognize me. I was so pent up and wouldn't share and you know 60 pounds heavier and just really hiding myself because I had this internalized shame that the thing in my work that I do and um, maybe why it's so impactful for people is that I really do practice what I I talk about Um, I would feel too guilty to not do that and uh, I just feel like you know what step up to the plate like if you're if you're going to talk about stuff work on it and so when I talk about that self-expression, I work on it. And, um, you know, yeah, it's a thing. I think that's important for anyone who's coaching and teaching to, well, we're going to see that now. We're going to see that the people who don't, who don't work on their stuff 
um, can't make it forward. And that's what's really beautiful about this time is that those of us who've really put in the effort will finally be rewarded. So. And we were given as a globe, this global opportunity to literally go inwards. Like we're forced inside where all of the distractions are taken away from us. We're not allowed to do any of that stuff. Workaholics are given less work. All of those things, all of the distractions fade away to literally go inside, quarantine inside your like inner world and figure all of that stuff out. Because right now we're in a time where like all of our fears and our biggest shadows and all of those things are coming up, staring us directly in the face and saying, know my name, understand why I'm here and either use me as your superpower or help me get like release me. Like, I don't want to be here if you're not going to become my friend. Um, And I think that that's the thing is like this shadow work isn't necessarily like getting rid of all of it because some of it, it really becomes our superpower as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, when we're ushering in this newness, it's really important to dissolve that ego. Like that day that you decided in 2018 that it's time to just share my stories it's because like we're we're you're you're being heard and and not just that it's like you're 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 quieting down that voice that everybody had in like high school for like for example for most people is like no one understands me yeah. Yeah. nobody gets me and it's like actually yeah. we all do yeah <laughs> We, we all do in our own essence, in our own light. And like, yes, there's some people um, who, you know, like you were saying in the beginning, like, why did I get this life? Why were things so hectic? And it's like, we were kind of given this like quickening into our own awakening so that we could be the people that like, uh, my friend said it once, Jen Wardman, Wardman, she's amazing. MC Zen Wardman, just a little shameless plug for my homely homie. But she said, we'll be there in the morning with a hot cup of truth and cuddles when you're ready to wake up oh yeah and cuddles yeah yeah and cuddles because like infinite love but like this is the truth and like it's okay to fully fully express yourself it's okay to talk about the trauma the this the that we don't want to carry it out and through generations by stifling and pushing it down anymore and that's what is happening right now and that's why there's been these like generations of people waking up since our parents who were like stifled and not allowed to talk about this stuff. And I just read for, I say Pluto and Leo's, but I just read for a baby boomer two days ago who I'm never sure how it's going to go down with someone, the older they get when I share the things. So I have a way of being able to share diplomatically, um, but also truthfully. And by the end of the session, she's, her energy was glowing and she said, Oh, I'm so encouraged. And I went, great. You know, it's because, and I think what we're finding now, right, is that there are, maybe you're experiencing this, you're probably experiencing this as well, right? There are way more people in the last couple weeks who are waking up. They may not know how to verbalize it yet, but they're waking up. And so if you say something that before a couple months ago, they would, you know, scream at you, that's still happening, but much less. And people are coming in a very authentic way. I had a friend come a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I, I respect fellow fixed moon signs. We don't like to be wrong. Um, and, uh, you know, she prided, prided herself, as she said, on being the moderate 
seeing all the sides, but she started seeing the connection. Here's where the diplomacy comes in. The connection of big tech with world structures mm-hmm. and uh, the right to speak. And she's a history buff. And she noticed that whenever you have a population that all starts getting mad at one another, it's usually because they've been turned on one another. And once they realize that they're all in the same boat, that's when change happens. And suddenly there was this awakening. And the whole time I'm saying, shut your damn mouth, Keenan. Don't say anything. <laughs> yes. Because I was like, I don't want to scare her away. And so I heard this come out, but it was in such a beautifully authentic, like, I, I, I just, like that, like the stuttering. Because it's, that's like, in real time, our ego integrating. Something I like to remind people of is that when we talk about, like when Sam said, dissolving the ego, we, I have to make sure that I'm clear with people whenever I say that, because we have to integrate those parts, as she mentioned, like, you know, hug those parts, be with them. And the dissolving happens particularly within habits or patterns of the ego not the whole ego itself and this is something that we learned as we're really at the end of the age of pisces now we're in the last year of it that's my personal view um you're allowed to have your own at this time and yours and mine can both be true um but that's personally how i see it and um with the end of the age of pisces i was just writing yesterday and something i post on my instagram my patreon about mars and aries is that Mars and Aries is actually in the age of Aquarius and Aquarius comes before Pisces. Yeah. And the procession of the equinox is what we have at these ages of um, basically energetic evolution, like of a certain sign. We were in the age of Pisces, which was all about, we need to dissolve the ego. We all need to be one. So we even like in the last couple of years, we still find ourselves speaking Aquarian energy, speaking about 5d, speaking about crystalline bodies, speaking about new earth. And yet, we still get trapped in that we don't sit those old patterns down to have a cup of tea of truth. We don't hug them out. We don't, you just, you said it perfectly how you said it. So I, everything else that you said about that, like we don't do that and we still have that tendency to want to shove away. And the moment, and, and it's natural in this space we've been in to want to shove away the fear Fear is not natural itself, but in this program we've been in. Um, but now we're done with the program. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting in the age of Pisces where we sought unity consciousness, we actually got more divided. Where we sought people to all understand one another because people didn't acknowledge their egos and were ashamed and just thought, oh, I need to get rid of it and believed the programming from the religious institutions, the education systems, political structures, um, tribal belongings to one another everyone was under this beating the self beating the self up and that it's ironic but also very fitting at the end of the age of pisces we now have to go to the sign before it to aquarius to say wait yeah so we didn't unify this was not a kumbaya like we are on the brink of extinction and you know being used as cogs in the machine even more so and um so with aquarius it is about (laughs) a bit of anarchy, a bit of disorder, as people try to find themselves and rediscover who they are. And that's why I do what I do. And that's why I've 
really come on that name, return to self-healing, because Gemini Rising, my God, if you followed me for a couple of years, I've had like five different names, because every time I get to something, I'm like, I need to break it apart. Uh, so return to self-healing is general enough. I think I'm going to be having that name for a while, because I can float within that. But really, natural law that our universe is meant to function, or heaven, or Eden, or paradise, is simply, it's not the lack of death. It's not the lack of death. Death is a part of life, but it's switching this false belief that we've allowed ourselves to believe in a delusion, Pisces, to say that life just ends up in death, right? That, that life ends up in death rather than death ends up in life. And so these dark controllers that we've had running things, the thing is they personally believe, which is fine. They get to believe whatever they want. And I think it's important as we put these things out there, since they listen to these things, it's okay. You're loved for feeling that way. And anyone who listens to this, who may, you know, feel like they're coming on to, you know, it's all right. If, if you feel like you want to create darkness, it inevitably does create more light. With, with destruction must come creation. Like we're here to like build, build or create, build, destroy. I don't know what order it is because I don't think it actually matters what order you do it in. We're just here to keep learning and doing all these things. And at the end of the day, the Leo that desires to be seen, heard, felt, all those things, it's not even just Leo. It is all of humanity, like all of the frustration, all of the sadness, all of the anger in the world behind that is just these like inner children screaming to be seen and heard and held and felt and loved. Mm -hmm. And I think genuinely when it comes down to it, we are all trying to say the exact same things when we're yeah. having these like fights back and forth. No, my opinion, no, my opinion. It's like we come at it with our own like perception. Yes. And our own like personal screens of the singular consciousness. We, we project that onto each other without realizing that like we're just fractals of the same big beautiful consciousness we're all coming down here onto planet earth in these you know meat suits to reflect onto each other like different parts of ourselves and learn about ourselves and learn yes. that darkness and that light because without the darkness we wouldn't understand the the difference between dark and light we wouldn't know what light is Right. Because if there was no dark, you know, you can't just have light and then, and then call it light without having had the darkness that is in existence, that is there. There's two things that come to mind with that. One is to plug a musician, Trevor Hall. People may know his music, but he has this album called The Fruitful Darkness. And he has a song called The Fruitful Darkness, first song in that record. Just the the tag of the songs just says repeatedly the, the fruitful darkness is all around us in bloom. Beautiful. I love that. And he, he's, I think he's a Sag. He has a song called Sagittarius that is the most Sagittarius song I've ever heard. But whatever he is, he's, he really does also understand what comes before Sagittarius, that scorpionic darkness and the importance of us facing, facing that. Um, the other thing I was going to say, ah, I try to list those things because my brain moves so fast. Um, Oh yeah, I was when you were talking about the different fractals of the one thing. Um, whenever I start, I've kind of found a method. I actually have found a method to start readings now with people for the first time, where I say, "Okay, imagine that your soul is a cell." Because literally, when I look at a birth chart, I'm looking at a circle, and so it's like, "Okay, you're seeing a diagram of a cell, and Pluto's the outermost planetary body that 
we study in this or we look at, and the sun is at the center. Your sun is the nucleus. It's doing the action of the cell. Um, I don't remember all of this because I got a C in biology, loved my teacher, but don't remember all of it. So I just remember nucleus and cell wall. I feel like that's enough to give this. Uh, so those who know more could actually learn astrology and study what mitochondria and all that means. But the nucleus is the sun. It's shining the light, but it's, it has to know why it's shining it. So when I do readings, I start by looking at Pluto. Of, first, it's a generational sign. Every 15 to 25 years, we're born under that sign. But then um, to look in the specific house and the area of your life in which your soul is essentially trying to discover itself by merging dark and light, that alchemical journey, that shamanic journey that everyone's on, whether they claim it or not. Um, and yeah, I say, I say we want to really, in, this, in the process of this session, um, look at everything inside that cell so that, you know, that cell can be active and it can know why it's there. Because when, right, when a, when a body de develops dis-ease or illness, it forgets its purpose. Like if you don't use a part of your body for a while, it develops cancer, it develops illness, um, or it just rots, right? So if you can know which different fractal or which different cell of the universe, and you want to make a difference in the world, and you want the world to be healed, the universe, well, you're part of it. And so if you help to heal your own cell, it does heal the universe. Actually, that's not some woo-woo, that's true. <laughs> I love that you just said woo-woo too, because I was walking down the street with my friend, we were talking about like how we need to normalize all of this stuff. And that, that like the fact that even like us in this industry and in the, like in the, I love calling it an industry. It is our industry. It is our career, yeah. but also just anyone, we're all on spiritual paths, right? Cause yeah. we're all spiritual beings and whether you're cognizant of it or not. But like, the thing is, is that we need to destigmatize this stuff because we become so normalized to say woo woo, but it's not woo woo. It, right. it, it just is like, yeah. it, it is a truth. It's a universal truth of, of what we are doing here on this planet. And it does give you like uh, nodes to connect like different parts of what, what your purpose is here. And when you get these readings, you like, I like that you said you don't get your reading your, you don't read your chart very often because you want to just live your life. But in the beginning, when I first started to discover, um, the validity in this work and and um in the woo um i wanted readings all the time i wanted psychic readings i wanted channelings i wanted my birth chart read i wanted like my birth chart read by every single reader i could possibly find yeah. just to make sure like all of the things and eventually yeah i did start to lean into that and what i really love about one of the programs that i um have done with you now is my saturn return coaching because that's something that we look at my chart every like, I don't even know, four to six months, whatever it is up until, you know, my actual Saturn return and we're looking at it. And then we go, I go and experience life and almost every single time that I'm like, oh, Keenan, I think it's time. Like, you'll be like, I looked at your chart and now I get why you wanted the call this week. Like it all makes sense. And it always, ends up making sense, um, even yeah, if it's in the beginning. <laughs> that, that's something that I found that when I first started out, I would take down people's birth chart information and ego. I would sit there for the hour before the reading, spending way too much energy on something in the left brain, trying to understand it. 
And nowadays I, I remind people, I say, I say, you know, I just get your birth chart info beforehand so that you have it for me. But I, I mean, I flow with it because I look at it and I read it like a language. And um, actually when you can get to that space in astrology and you can read it like a language and you can start to see the storylines, that's where you really start to get the sweet stuff because now, when I when I'm work when I'm working with people repeatedly, right? I don't. I'm not try. I'm not sitting there for hours trying to be like, oh, when is the next time they need the reading? I let them decide because a soul knows when best to come. Because yeah, I mean, someone can come for a reading and not be ready to see certain parts of themselves. They're going to hate my reading. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't happen a lot, but it happens sometimes. And you know, if 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 you come for a session, this is for anyone's work, but. I think for more and more people who will be stepping online to do this type of work, you start to give yourself more credit when you realize it's a two-way street. And people who want to invest in their healing will tell you what's going on. And they will know what they want to work on. And the, the original way of teaching students was not what our education system became, which is what can get in the way of things sometimes in healing sessions is um, people want to be told stuff. They want their brain to be filled up. When their brain's already full, they need to organize it. But they have to organize it. Um, a teacher is really just a way shower. Um, I was told that a lot in my education. And, that, you know, it's, it's hard to break the programming. And I thought, no, it's not. You need to give me all the answers. But yeah, as you said, like you start to lean into just living life. And I always know that when, when Sam is ready, she'll be ready or, you know, recently, like we, I couldn't get my shit together to get back to her. And then like, you should get, and, but somehow it's like, if you, when you start to trust the process of things, it works for a reason. And there's always a reason for these things. Energy is so here for it right now. The things that we've got both experienced to get to the today, you know, yeah. you're telling me that this is even like, um, your anniversary of something this day specifically like this is a very poignant time for us to have this meeting it wasn't the right timing when you know two weeks ago three weeks ago the times that we tried and that's what i'm really leaning into is this like practice of emergence and i also love that you were saying before like in the past couple of weeks having these people sort of out of the woodworks having their own awakenings and stuff like that and it's really amazing and miserable to see um the that that new awakening and then it's like okay so please tell me all of the answers and, and the answer is it's like you have them you're going to find all the answers and like yes i would love for you to like listen to the words that i have to say and have the seeds planted in your subconscious that are meant to blossom and grow into your beautiful garden of your consciousness but it's up to you to water yourself and it's up yeah. to you to do the work and to really like I can teach, I can teach a lot, yes, but my teaching isn't going to look like what people know of learning right now. They think that I'm going to have a book for them to read, um, and a specific answer for this. I'm like, I, I don't really work like that. I mean, maybe there's some stuff that I could send you, some like, you know, literature to understand stuff, but that's not the way I teach. It's like almost my energy space that you like, you're coming in just being present with me, that's will shift something in your DNA. And that's something that's, that's another thing that people need to like start to understand. Isn't so like taboo and stigmatized and scary. It's like, we are energetic beings. That's yeah. our, I am vibrations. Like right now, as I'm watching um, the zoom call, I can see that I am just energy, you know? Yeah. 
like technology making me look like that that's what I look like and if you become so like and like attuned to that you can actually see that we are vibration um and can I say something to that yeah yeah because you just and I have not on my patreon um I have some live discussions uh, a couple times or uh at least four times a month sometimes a couple times a week and what I've noticed lately is that people are doing what Sam just did, where they're actually already saying the astrology without me mentioning anything about it. Like you just described, we are moving from a time period that we've been in for the last 100 180 years, since the 1840s of what technical astrology term for astrologers listening or people studying astrology is Saturn and Jupiter conjuncting in earth signs. So we were in an earth-based period, meaning the genius of our world, the belief systems were made into structures, belief systems, Sagittarius, uh, Jupiter, made into structures, Saturn, Capricorn. Um, they need to be proven by physical, tangible reality, right? You needed the certificate. You needed the, um, the flashy things or um, something that you said to that effect. So you, you mentioned something about you know, like a textbook, literature, something like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the method, which is very Virgo. It's very Capricorn, you know. And yet we are leaving that time period. And as someone who is like almost no earth energy at all, uh, my moon's in the 10th house. That's about all the earth I got. Um, is I'm so much air and fire that this is a good time for people with air and fire to be honest and we want to help encourage people who have a lot more earth and water who are freaking out who who i recognize if i hear feel a lot of tension from them it's because they are scared that they no longer have this physical tangible provable answer to things i had someone just say on one of my posts online where i said truth about something she said um and she said she was a virgo son Unfortunately, people started attacking her, but I thought it was really brave of her to be vulnerable to say, you know, but what if you're wrong? Like, what if we, we still need the proven sources from the, the right sources and the right materials? And, and because she said Virgo Sun, I went, okay, this is really hard for her. And the thing is, as people with a lot of earth and water or whoever that is, they may not, they may not even know, but right now they're saying, oh, it's all this conspiracy bullshit. It's taking over the world. Everyone's going crazy. But, and meanwhile, air and fire were like, yeah, you know, and we're, it's December 21st, literally on winter solstice or just solstice, you know, summer for people in the Southern hemisphere. Um, it's the first time that we have um, Saturn and Jupiter uh, conjuncting in air signs in 800 years, since 1226. Um, and uh, even further, I'll put out there, I read this last week and it blew my mind, but uh, the star of Bethlehem that Magi's, which were astrologers, used to find Jesus in 7 BC, that was the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction and Pluto conjunction in Pisces. Now we have Saturn and Jupiter conjuncting in Aquarius and Pluto joining in two years. So literally, Pisces age, Aquarius age. And you're going to have people who had this Christian programming, I believe in Jesus. I grew up in a Pentecostal church. I've come back to it once I realized I, I didn't, I, the Christians don't own that. But it's, you're gonna have a lot of these people in this programming of the age of Pisces go, wait, 
astrology can be part of your belief system. And I just show them there's a passage in Luke. He literally, one of his disciples after he's risen says, how will we know the end of the age? He says, you'll see a man carrying a pitcher of water following through the threshold of the door. Man carrying a pitcher of water, Aquarius, water bearer, literally look up the glyph. It's there, it's true, it's factual. And what you thought was fact before was given through this dogma of the age of Pisces. And all those facts are breaking down now because those who owned the facts are changing hands. And so to the point of now those who are building the genius concepts in the world are through ideas and through action of those ideas. And so you're gonna have structures that aren't meant to last a thousand years or you're not meant to have something that everyone studies the same textbook. You're meant to constantly have conflicting answers. And that's why people are starting to go crazy because I mean, in my, my head's always worked that way, which now I feel more normal. But, um, you know, I just want to encourage those who feel like, what the hell do I do? If that's, that's why you study the archetypes of astrology or just find a way you can study human design. There's so many different ways. You can just study archetypes, period. And just look at how humans throughout history have, have all had a use. Each person has their own gift. Each of us equally have an important gift. and You have to know what yours is. And in a time where I feel like the people think the world's falling apart and I finally feel like I can be myself without getting murdered or, you know, have, be in poverty on the street somewhere um, where I can not have to fake it. Uh, this is what our world's going to be. Some of you who are a lot more earth, y'all always get mad at me when I talk so nonlinear like this. It's now a time to learn how to just vibe with different stuff because we've learned to vibe with you for hundreds of years. So it's, it's not meant to be vengeful. It's not meant to be like a payback, but this is how the world works. There's different beings that have the ability to show the genius and the head of time at that time. And there's those that just, you know, like once the earth sign dominant people realize that we'll give them assignments of work to do with our crazy genius shit, I can't complete assignments very well. I'm horrible at it. And so, man, the earth sign people showing up and just being like please can i do this task and they'll feel so important so everyone has a place so in this time of all the physical things falling apart if you're if you need a tangible physical reality join those of us who are presenting these new ideas and and get creative and see how you can you know build physical realms of existence based on that because we're still in these bodies they are changing and there's going to be this, um, personally, I believe a solar flash of a really, really high Schumann resonance, which is science, by the way, that's not woo, it's there. Um, the return of the sun of God, the return of the central sunlight to make our frequency higher on the earth. And it's happening. And the rapture is people who are aligned with the frequency and who have come into unity consciousness and who are able to go into crystalline earth, which is here. It's not some weird planet somewhere else. It's here. Earth is meant to be the compendium of everything. And so rather than feel fatalistic and let your fear control you, integrate it and see, oh man. And if you face that fear of, oh, I'm not good enough to enter this new space. That's why we have this, these truths of love and grace. You are good enough. Just recognize that you forgot who you were, you're remembering now, and it's a, it's a journey. Life is a journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love everything that you just said. 
I want to bask in it. I am I'm swimming in that energy. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, I think that, you know, we have this um, Gen Z right now is really coming in full effect, showing us that like express yourself. Everyone has a space to take up space and like um, a platform that I'm seeing that on right now. And I'm trying kind of feel like an old lady, but I'm really like my like millennial trying to be a Gen Z moment where I'm on TikTok now. But TikTok actually is showing us that you, everyone can have millions of views and likes and followers. There is space for all of us yeah. to express ourselves. There's no more, no more hiding. No more hiding from your shadows. No more hiding from the truth. No more hiding from the evils in the world. No more hiding from your potent and limitless potential. And yeah. that is, I think, what scares people the most. Like yeah. the most, most, most thing ever is like, when they even get like a slight taste of the like omnipotent power that we all innately have because we are all coming, returning back to being that of source. Mm -hmm. Like it's scary and it's almost better to like fall into like matrix, like safe comfort zone, ego land. Um, but that world doesn't really exist anymore. So like right. when you fall into the ego traps and you fall into the fear and you like fall into the resistance, Yo, I'm gonna tell you this now, take the path of least resistance. That is where you will find your peace, your Shambhala, your purpose, your alignment. Because you kind of just like, all right, I give up, I like flow. Surrender, flow, yeah. what's to emerge next? Oh, okay, cool. And that's when the synchronicities come. And I don't wanna repeat myself from before because I do sometimes do that, but Yes, it is really beautiful to see that it is time to, yeah, there's time to shine. You know, it's everybody's time to shine. And, and that's the thing too. I keep saying 99% is a lot bigger than 1%. I am so bad at math, almost as good at math as you are science. Um, but, <laughs> but I can tell you that 99% is for sure a lot bigger than 1%. And we are waking up to that. Yeah. Yeah. We're waking up to that, but we need more of us. Come on, guys. Because we we don't need to be controlled, stifled, censored, or stopped from, you know, actualizing into our own power by, you know, the dark powers that be, whether they be the government systems or the dark powers that exist within ourselves. It's just a reflection. There you go. And I think that's what you're also saying before with like, heal thyself to heal the world around you. We do that with like the quantum field, that's more science to prove it, right? But we also, like if I can heal myself, then the people around me begin to emulate that, the, tr the trickle, ripple effect or trickle, I guess could also work um, of that. You know, we slowly start doing that. I mean, there's, it's bound to reach the 1%, the powers that be too eventually, because deep down we are all love, you know? We're and yeah. and that 1% that had been running the farthest away are actually the ones who need the message the most. Yeah, they need the love the most. They need the compassion the most. And I even have like a, a spoken word piece that I did and it was a complete channeling. I mean, what isn't a channeling too? Let's like, I really yeah. want to talk about that one day. Cause like, I think everything is channeled divinely and we just like are unconscious of it and then become conscious of the fact that it's all divine channeling. But anyways, um, the spoken word piece, I say, you know, F the government, but I say so with much compassion because deep down we all know that all the hate in the world reflects a certain kind of 
innocence or maybe it's an ignorance, a massive misunderstanding yeah. that we're not all in this together. And yeah, that's and that's something that I have so much, if people know astrology, a lot of Aquarian Uranian energy. Um, and what I'm always called to is I, like recently, and I know I'm not alone, there's a group of us that feel things before the collective does. So those of you who didn't feel it yet, we kind of helped out early. It felt like dying literally last week. It just felt like, does my body exist here anymore? Uh, do I want to be here because it's so painful? And then you flow through and you sit there and you let it all freak out. And uh, but um, people are now coming um, and there's a lunar eclipse on the USA's birthday this week on July 4th, just to make things more dramatic. Uh, I studied the astrology of the US and all of this going on a couple weeks ago and unloaded on my Patreon for three hours. But basically this is to say, there is no way in all of the universe that the secrets that have held us down will not come out at this point. So those who are waiting for it to come out, we'll see what happens this week into the next couple of weeks because it's a lunar eclipse. It can have up to six months of effect. Um, Saturn goes retrograde in Aries. It'll spend seven months in Aries. It's the most aggressive sign, conflict. Um, and it'll be exactly square the USA Pluto in September. Um, it's gonna be the first day that a certain person has a trial for a certain thing that they did. I mean, it's like clockwork. And then um, on election day, there's a certain president who has his lunar return on election day. Um, like, uh, well, a uh, uh, lunar nodal return. So there's a lot of stuff that's, it's a movie. We're in a movie, we're in a script that we created on a higher level. Mm -hmm. And I wanna remind people, cause I'm ahead of time now. I'm seeing the future, I'm feeling into it. And remember, that when you get really good news of things after the bad news, to not worship the people that give you the good news. Don't make them into an idol because you, you destroy your idols by worshiping them. I know people are going to do it. But for those who are listening, you're going to go from one side to the other, being like, oh, wait, the side I thought was good sucks. You're going to go to the extreme of the other. And you will co-create, because you're responsible for that thought process, you will co-create another dark force that you have to take responsibility for because you don't want to take responsibility for yourself. The main thing in all this, use the opportunities that are given to you in the next couple months of um, life being easier to manifest, let me just say. Uh, <laughs> certain things happening uh, seems like miracles, but use that as a reminder of your own sovereignty not to keep worshiping and praising externally the people who have seemingly given you those things. You gave yourself those things. You manifested this timeline. So just, I feel like that's the statement I wanna give people now because I see people waking up and it's easy to go from one extreme to the other. Mm -hmm. Just remember that, because a lot of you don't wanna be wrong, especially fellow millennials, don't want to be wrong politically, you have been, but don't choose any side. Stay right in the center. Acknowledge the good and bad everywhere as much as you can, because you contain that. As Sam said, everything is as a reflection of you. Um, just remember that you manifest your own timeline and there's always infinite timelines at the moment based on all the different choices. 
it's it's choose your own adventure that's really the truth of life it's choose your own adventure it really is you know you get to be the driver of this whole ride called life and like you know sometimes we choose to be passengers sometimes we choose to even be the victim um at the end of the day we are the driver um and it's yeah wow everything you just said i want to just wrap it up from here because i feel like we have another another episode another five million episodes in us i know we could talk for ages um that was beautiful i thank you so much for coming on thank you now, where can people find you i want them to be able to find you come to you get readings get coachings get healings where can they find you um so my website is going to be launched at relaunched at the end of july um, this is the this is the birthing time right now, um, July twenty fifth, and it's return to selfhealing com. You can type that in right now. There's a temporary website, but it'll only be there for another four days. Um, so in the meantime, throughout the first part of the month of July, you can find me on Instagram, return to selfhealing. I am a private account. Um, I'm not. I don't need to answer why to all the people who ask me. Uh, just figure it out uh, and request me. Uh, re request to add to be to follow me and I will add you um, and I also have a patreon by the same name return to self-healing uh, also my YouTube channel return to self-healing I post on YouTube every couple weeks um, and uh, yeah I'm gonna have a brand new shiny website so you can also look forward to that so. excited for that to come out and I will make sure to put in the episode's description all of your links um and thank you so much Keenan. and i just want to say yeah you guys should definitely uh go if you're an instagram person um i have been living by what he posts on there i think patreon is probably the the next best step because that's actually where you're going to get all of the good more like consistent juice now because you used to have more of an open page and i think there was something to be said about energetic exchange that wasn't happening there exactly I'm going to say that for you and like, and I understand and respect why you've, you've made the shifts that you have made because this is, this is the work that we're doing. This is, you know, isn't, it isn't woo. It is really powerful, energetic stuff. And I cannot wait for the day that we truly live in a space where we can freely do this. Not that we can't and not that you haven't been, but everybody, when I say we. Exactly can truly live in this place and i think that's what we've been talking about this whole time so thank you thank you thank you You're welcome so something i wanted I, I do want to mention about the patreon because i realize it, it could bear just explaining that the difference with the patreon is especially in the second and the third tiers of it uh they're a little bit more a month but those live discussions i have i record them and i share them so you all have them but it's it's really about building tribe that's what i'm doing on there right now i'm activating everyone's different healing potentials um so that some people someone just came out of the woodwork this past week who's never been scared of speaking literally had a shaking throat chakra and said so much wisdom and so that's my goal is to be activating that um and so if you if you want to explore a tribe but you have to feel called to it that my, my patreon is is good for that and i don't just do astrology readings uh, you can come and just say hey i just want to talk about life and I'm there to be a guidance counselor for you. I don't, I don't, you know, have a degree in counseling, um, but it's just what I'm born to do. Well, Keenan, thank you so much. Thanks.